0: Hello and welcome to A Game of Two Hearts. This week, Klopp's heavy metal football fails to break down a resolute classical Everton side. Manchester United and Pogba run themselves into a victory. And Manchester City keep the pressure up at the top of the table. Elsewhere Spurs and Arsenal finish with a 1-1 draw in the North London Derby. Wolves are well on their way to winning the Everton Cup and it's goodbye to Huddersfield and Fulham. Sam, hello. Hello. I'm back from holiday. You are. It was a lovely time away, nice and warm and I've come back when the weather's pretty rubbish. It is. Before we go to the football, you were away for this, so we must have a quick discussion. Yeah. Uh, Leicester have fired or sacked or parted ways with, call it what you will, Claude Puel since we were last yeah. on air. Uh, not, not too much of a surprise, really. Um, we saw the discontent with the fans. We we'd said that sort of like it could be the next couple of weeks if he doesn't start winning some games or getting the right results, that we could see him out the door. And the the only thing that I was quite surprised about was how quickly Rodgers was appointed. <laughs> I thought It, it was like, it. kick him out the door and then open the front door and let Rodgers in, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought Rodgers would stay a bit longer at Celtic and get the job done. That yeah. league isn't sewn up. Okay, Celtic probably should win it, but it's not over yet in Scotland. The nope. Rangers are still in touch, just about. Yep. Uh, and he had the chance to win the treble treble. Yeah. He could done, I don't understand why he's walked away from that. He's, Celtic was apparently his boyhood club and he loved it, etc, etc. Why would you... For the sake of thirteen games or not even that ten games in the Premier League where you can't go up, you can't go down, why'd well, you walk away from the treble travel? Yeah, like well Saturday. he said that the offer that he was given from Leicester he just couldn't couldn't turn down. He's had offers from many other places as well. But the uh, the Celtic fans certainly weren't happy with him leaving. No, I can understand that. I so say I don't I don't know why for the sake of a couple of months he couldn't stay and get the job done. Also away Ranieri has left Fulham. Um, that was less of a surprise, I think. I think Fulham are resigned to the fact they are in the Championship next season. Ranieri wasn't going to stay. No. Uh, he's not improved Fulham in any way, shape or form, I don't no. think. If anything, he's made them worse. Um, and obviously Scott Parker is now moved to appease the fans um, and try and make the last 10 games or so in the Premier League uh, respectable and enjoyable because they're not staying up. Yeah, uh, a stabilisation period for them before they, they set... Th- they're set for life in uh, the championship next season. I can just see now that they've conceded 65 goals already this season. Yeah. Which is monumental thinking you've got, what, nine games left. They could be on the 100 mark. Yeah. Quite easily because they've yeah. got to play Liverpool in that period and they've got to play City again. And, you know, they could well be in the 100 mark. That says Scott Parker could be Fulham's answer to West Brom and Darren Moore. Uh, obviously, he's done quite well for them this season, having replaced Pulis at the end of last. And... Uh, who knows, we'll get on to their game, I thought they were quite good in their game against Chelsea, we'll come on to that. Yep. Um, I think I think we'll start off uh, the reviews this week with having a look at the three derbies that there were. Honestly yep. the biggest one of the weekend was the Merseyside derby, yep. Everton and Liverpool, and the only game that didn't produce any goals. No, nope, and that's that. Reviewed on to the next. <laughs> set, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't a. Cl- it was a good game. It wasn't a classic. It was good to see some ferocious tackling from the start, and both teams were up for it and niggling each other, and that's great. Liverpool threw a chance away here to, to go back to the top of the table. Klopp has to take a lot of the blame for me. His substitutions were bizarre, <laughs> absolutely bizarre. To, to replace Van for a like for like midfield in a game you're chasing, I didn't understand that. Yeah, I mean, no. we, we both watched this game together, obviously being Everton and Liverpool fans respectively, and we were both sat there questioning what move he was going to make next, and then when he made a move, then questioning why he's made that move. Because, as you said, bringing on Milner for Wijnaldum... It's like the likes, pointless. Yeah, you're chasing a championship here. I actually thought Milner was dreadful when he came on anyway. It was. I don't think he made... Many passes all day when he came on, no. and someone like Shakiri coming on would have been far better. Ruben Cater just to drive and run at them. I don't care he'd lose yeah. the ball, he'd run at them. I don't know if someone took Origi off. I thought Origi had the beating of Coleman more times than not. He cut inside a couple of times and got past Seamus. Take him off when Salah's touch is that of a trampoline, and Mane was doing very little. I thought Origi was the most attacking of our front three. Yeah, and well, the one that baffled me the most was. Uh, Marnay off for the Lana. If you're if you're relying on Adam Alana to save your season, you're in terrible trouble. Particularly you've got shakiri and or Sturridge on the bench. Yeah. I, I mean, you certainly had the best chances of the game. Salah yeah. had a couple, and his his touch seemed to let him down on a couple of occasions. It did. But uh, shout out to Keane, who you highlighted as being. You thought <laughs> he was going to be beat him four times? Yeah. Uh, actually, I thought he was. He was one of one one of our best players. Yeah, Yeah, I Um, thought he was very good. Our defensive work and our tenacity in the game yesterday—it just, it was a level above any other game this season apart from the reverse fixture. Yeah, yeah. our draw was a fair result. I think. Yeah, Salah had the best chances. Everton had a couple of. There was a good header, wasn't there, which Alisson saved well, and there was a. We should have better of a chance, but. We didn't create much, but we were going out with a game plan to stifle you that's said, I mean I've never seen Robertson look so uncomfortable as he did up against Ricardo. yeah when he came on he seemed to have the beating of Robertson all all, and all ends up Digne probably only got beaten uh, by Salah once maybe for yeah. that chance that Pickford saved and in fairness to Digne, it's not particularly his fault they're pushing forward and uh, I can't remember who it was, they've lost the ball in a sloppy area yeah um but yeah, how Salah missed that one-on-one with Pickford, I, I don't know. It's a good save, but he's got to score at his level. Yeah, I, I certainly think the re- result was fair. We pushed on in the second yep. half and we had chances. Um, but again, we're lacking that clinical finisher. You are, but you're also going up against Van Dijk, who yeah, was won everything. Did he get beaten once in the game? I don't think he did. I think he won absolutely think, everything. Yeah, maybe I mentioned once when um, Gomez went past him. Yeah. And sort of like saying, "Well, that's the first player this season that's actually got past him." Yeah. Actually, fair. to would already he blocked about seventy fouls and other chances up to that yes. point, so he's allowed yeah. one slip. Uh, yeah, Liverpool just didn't really get going. Uh, I thought Henderson played well. I thought he he settled quickly into the derby and he showed some nice flashes, some nice footwork, got some mm. good balls into the box. Uh, but when Henderson's your bright spark. And you're one of your best players in the day. You know you've not had a good day at the office. Yeah, I thought one of your poorer players was actually um, alongside Van Dyke, Matip. Matip. Matip in the first half, he couldn't. He just couldn't get control of the ball. Couldn't pass it. Seemed to be out of position. I d- I don't quite know what was going on because he's been fairly reliable filling in for Gomez. A, you've only conceded 15 goals this season. I don't know what went wrong. Period. Robertson and Trent in the week in Watford were getting balls into the box Trent didn't want to come forward and when he did his delivery was poor uh, the whole thing just fell apart in front of my eyes uh, Firmino played well when he came on good to see him back into the side but I do feel a bit for Origi I've got a lot of time for the lad mm. I think he's a good young player I hope we keep him I'd rather see Sturridge leave the club than Origi mm, interesting a massive, so Origi works so hard when he's on the pitch yeah. Sturridge against United literally I think his heat map was stood in one space mm. tight Origi works so hard I okay. say Sturridge is a fairly selfish player yeah Origi had a good chance he cut inside, had a shot that went past the post. Yeah, it was a decent effort. He just works hard for the team. He dipped he tracked back to help Robertson with Ricardison as the game went on. I, I thought he played quite well, um, but just not well enough. Well, moving on down to London this time. The mm. North London Derby. Tottenham against Arsenal at Wembley. Yep. Oh, there, there are a few issues for me in this match. Well, let's start with the goal up put Arsenal ahead. Yeah. Poor defended by Tottenham. Yeah, fairly poor. Yeah, yeah. That's becoming a trait this season isn't it? It I, is not it I like them. There seems to be either a lack of communication or just lapses in concentration. I think it's a mixture of the two. I, I, I don't quite understand why you look at the players that got on paper in the back four and the keeper they shouldn't be conceding half the goals that they're conceding this season. Yeah, I mean Loris made several good saves in this match yeah, to good. keep Arsenal at bay. Um, and it was also the same at the other end, though. Leno made some yep. fine saves yep. from Kane and um, Isco, I believe. Kane's headed effort offside. Uh, yes, yep. that was the first one, wasn't yep. it? Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. No qualms to that. It was offside. Yeah, that was definitely offside. The Tottenham penalty. It's he's off. They're all offside. Yeah, they are all offside, and he's offside. He is active before the foul is committed. Yeah, which in my mind means that. The offside should be given before the foul is given. It should have been, and it's also a soft foul. It's not. Yeah. It's it, for me. It's not a penalty. It should be offside, and even if not, it's not a penalty. It's very, very soft. Yeah. Talking of very soft, mm-hmm. Arsenal's penalty at the end. Yeah. Very soft. I mean, given, very was, softly taken. There wasn't either. There wasn't much contact. Um, obviously, Davidson Sanchez had his arms over the back of, of Aubameyang. Yeah. But is it enough to go down? No, I don't think so. It's certainly not enough for a penalty in my mind. It's um, horrendously taken penalty. Yes. Very, very important. Credit Larice for saving it. You've got to credit the keeper, or whatever the penalty. But credit to Larice, yes. But I do have an issue that the penalty should have been retaken. Why? Because Vatongan was three yards inside the box when the ball was here, okay. and then he gets back on the line to clear the ball yep. at the second opportunity. Yeah. Which, if you've got VAR in play, I would like to hope that they, they'll spot things like that. Well, they should need VAR. The, the lines should be able to spot that. The ref exactly. can't because he stood in the box. You can't expect the referee to see that because he stood yeah. behind the spot making sure the keeper's on his line and the ball's yeah. hit with one motion. That's fine. I don't blame the ref in that situation. The lino has to be stood on, essentially on the line. Yeah, the, li- the lino's only got one thing to do. Yeah, check no one's in the box. Exactly. But uh, the standard of officiating in that game was pretty pretty poor yes it was um, and it it just had all the emphasis of an early saturday match yep. didn't it it was it was fairly poor in quality there were chances for both teams and i think the goalkeepers were the best players for both teams better point for arsenal than for tottenham oh certainly um, this this drags tottenham back down towards yep. the united and arsenal Tottenham. Area. Tottenham are now 10 points off top, 9 points off Liverpool, yes they've got to play City in Liverpool but Tottenham are now much more in a battle for fourth than they are for the title. But it is their first draw of the season. It is, Yeah, thank goodness for that. 29 games in. Yeah, it's incredible. That's, it's astonishing isn't it? But then um, I suppose looking back at pochettino Drava, some of those games ended in draws and the defeats they've suffered. Wolves and burn these yes, games too. Yes, that is true. Uh, the other derby on Sunday saw Fulham host Chelsea. Uh, we expected a bit of a goal fest here because Fulham's yeah. defending has been poor. But actually, it's the best I've seen Fulham play possibly all season. I thought that. I mean, the keeper is terrible. Again, yeah, uh, he's cost them a lot this season. Yeah. But generally, I thought they were quite well organised. I thought having Kearney back in the side made all the difference, along with uh, Ceson Young. Well, interestingly, Scott Parker started six players of the team that brought him up from last season. Yeah. Which There's a t- togetherness in the group that you're going to see and they'll give you the passion, they'll give you the energy yeah. that they gave you last season to get promoted. And I thought they played really well, Mitrovic had a fantastic chance in it as well, saved by Kepa. Oh, a very good save. Very good save. He anticipates it, he's yeah. already taken a step anticipating when Mitrovic is going to plant the header. Really good ball back by Anguissa as well, very clever mm. and inventive. Um, and another day they get a point out of that game. Oh, I thought, most you know, certainly. I thought um, Kenny was excellent. I thought Babel played well before he came off. Yep. Like he's been quite an astute signing for them. It's not going to be enough to keep them up, but he's done quite well since coming in. On, um, on, on Chelsea's side, Higuain had several chances. He yes. could have had a hat trick. Yeah, this is the Higuain um, we're used to seeing for Napoli and indeed Argentina. The yeah. 1 in 18 shot. Yes. I needed to score. He's not the most clinical, but he did get a goal. He did, um, and I think on another day, if he takes his chances, as we say, it could have been four or five for Chelsea. Yeah, it could have been. Um, And finally, Jorginho actually does something in a match. Yeah, scored. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the amount of space he had on the outside of the box is ridiculous from a Fulham point of view and you should be throwing your bodies on the line closing that down far quicker. Yep, I'd agree with that. Um, but Jorginho had time to place the shot and he did exactly that. But I say, Fulham play better, there's signs of life under Parker. I'd be interested to see what he can do, mm. whether he can maybe get them above card I don't think they're saying that maybe they can finish 18th or just get a couple of wins on the board. I think I it's going to be difficult for them. I mean, they're what eight points adrift of yeah. Cardiff, and that's just the place above them. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. But I say, I think Parker. We'll yeah. be interested to see how he does there. I quite like Scott Parker. He seems. Yeah, a lot he's, of he's nice. a fan favourite there. And he's a nice guy. Um, and in his interview afterwards, he seemed very down to earth and yeah. understanding of the situation. Um, and if he's only he accepted that if he's only there for ten games, then he's still going to do the best that he can. It is weird having. Players like Parker, Lampard, Solskjaer, Gerrard, <laughs> yeah, managers now. Players we grew grew up watching. Mm. Essentially, are all starting to become managers now, which is yeah, quite quite something. Isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit surreal. Yeah. Um, moving on to what was probably the best game on Saturday, um, Manchester United against Southampton. Three screamers. Oh, absolutely fantastic game for goals. Yep. Uh, ended three two to Manchester United. Um, mm. Southampton went one 0 up yep. with a thunderbolt. Thunder. Yeah. Is De Gea gets two hands to it but it's nowhere near enough oh, no. to keep it out. That's no, um, a screamer. Uh, from Jan and Valerie. They're right back, I must add. Yeah. Um He came over. Well done. Um <laughs> I've got Pereira, Pereira, equal I forgot. Pere Pereira equalise. no, they got up. I got not up. Yeah, Pereira equalised, um, with a lovely right foot curling yep. shot from outside the box. and I, He was he was one of United's better players. He was, he um, was. He was influential in the second goal as well, got the assist for Lukaku, who is finding a little bit of form. He's going to a little bit of a purple patch now, Lukaku. Um, I heard he got two goals midweek, although I haven't seen them. Um, he did, yeah. And obviously two goals in this game as well. Yep. Could he be challenging Rashford for a position soon if he keeps this up? I think that they, that they need to find a way to utilise these two players. Lukaku works in those kind of games against those kind of teams because you can bully them off the ball. Yeah. Rashford works in the games against your top six and your teams that can't play because they're pacing behind. Yeah. It's pointless playing Lukaku in many ways against uh, Man City if you're going to try and beat the press and go over the top. That's yeah. where Rashford comes into his own. But if you're going to come up against a team that's sitting tight, compact, where there's not enough space for Rashford, this is where the car comes into because he bullies, he holds the ball up well. You know, it's using your resources properly. Yeah, but Rashford was still used in this game because obviously the injuries that Manchester yes. United have yes. got at the moment, with Lingard and Martial out, um, in a wider role. And yes, I think we could both agree that's not his strongest. Yeah, it's not as effective out there, but he has that pace to take his man on and and get. He knows where the ball needs to be in the box for the striker because he is one. Yeah. Which is arguably a good side to his game. Walprous well, equalised with a sumptuous oh. free kick. For me, the best goal of the game was Walprous's. stamp, yeah. wasn't it? It's uh, something magical about a free kick being yeah. scored. For me, that's the best of the best, uh, best goal of the game. Especially against one of the best keepers in the league, arguably. Didn't realise Alisson was goal. <laughs> Um, and then the goal in the 88th minute late on, yeah. typical Man United. Uh, it's a, snap, a snapshot from Nakaku Yep, yeah, but it goes in because he's, he's in that bit of form and he's in that bit exactly. of luck. Exactly. But it wasn't quite the end of the story. Manchester United got a penalty, which yeah. Pogba insisted. On. It's, it's a silly penalty first of all it's a silly penalty Lukaku should have manned up and kept it yeah. on a hat-trick I don't care that they're good friends and obviously that's yeah. a good dressing dynamic but Pogba should have said back to him no the game's won here you yeah. take the penalty get your hat-trick son how good's that going to be for Lukaku I was going to say boost your confidence Pogba's yeah. already on a high that he's yeah. got 14 goals this season yeah. Popo, uh, Lukaku shouldn't even be offering that if you're on a hat-trick and you're a striker you should be clutching that ball and saying everybody else to sod off this is mine yep. and then obviously Pogba's Stupid run up. Yeah, you look even more stupid if you don't score. It, uh, it's a very good save. It is a very good save. He has dived away. He's gone down the middle, and Angus Gunn has got his left foot boot to it. It is. But you look even more stupid if you do a silly run up and then don't score. Um, So yeah, thanks, Pogba. Fantasy team. Top (laughs) Top banana. Um, moving on to Watford against Leicester Brendan Rodgers first game only had two days with the players yeah it's unfair to judge this as a uh, Rodgers side although I did think they showed great character uh, <laughs> great principal organisation and the lads really did work together as a team so you know um, yeah I, no, I quite, I'm quite, i quite happy to have Rodgers back in the Premier League I think he got unfairly criticised to a point at Liverpool as far as I think the job just came too quickly for him uh, he'd only managed Swansea yep uh, to go to Swansea to Liverpool, with all due respect, is a hell of a jump. Particularly yes. with what is expected in Liverpool. Let's not forget, the man came within a Gerard slip of winning the title for us. You yep. know, I, 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 I grant you as far as that season, and nothing was stopping him. But we had Salah last season. Nothing was stopping him. We weren't close. Yep. So, uh, give give Rodgers a little bit more credit than he deserves. Yes, he talks like David Brent. Yes, his <laughs> yes, his ego is ridiculous. Actually, I think underneath all of that there's quite a good manager there he gets a lot out of his young players he has mm. done consistently wherever he's gone whether that be Swansea Liverpool Celtic yeah. there's a lot of young players at Leicester I, th- uh, I think in the summer I think he said when he came in that Leicester do currently have one of the oldest squads yeah. in the league as you say there are those handful of youngsters there yeah. that he can bring on and then bring in more during the summer transfer window yeah. he's also the man with the ego to do that clear out Leicester desperately yes and there is a clear out is needed at Leicester because those sort of old guard are still in charge of the changing room, as it were. Yeah. and that's got rid of a lot of managers. And I wouldn't be too surprised if we see likes of Morgan Vardy, Schmeichel move on in the summer. Yeah, you mentioned Vardy there. He got Leicester's goal. He did. Um, a typical Vardy goal, really. Yeah. Uh, ball through from Tillman's and Vardy's pace against most defenses in the league, he's going to go through one on one. He's a good player though, Tillman's. He is he's very a nice, nice little tidy player. Um and <sighs> Leicester created more after they scored Yep. Um, but it was really Watford's game to go out and get they've lost two in their last nine I believe Watford have Great. Okay, I was just looking at the table the Wolves only a point behind Chelsea no obviously Watford went out and got the early goal with Troy Deeney yep. uh, there's not much that Schmeichel could have done about it no. as the ball's coming into you like that if the Attacker gets a flick on it, you've got like milliseconds to Yeah, react. no, no it's, a, it's a good second goal uh, by Watford. Mm. Who and, and then Leicester at the end seemed to almost turn off. It was yeah. nearing the final whistle, almost aimless ball forward and over the top, and the defence had gone sleep. And Andre Gray goes and wins it for them, and they seemed a bit disheartened by it, but I think it was their own lack of concentration that let them in. Yeah, so. I think Leicester will improve and I'll be interested in what they can do next season. Watford are fighting Wolves for the Everton Cup. Yeah. Uh, level on points of Wolves now. It's, actually, let's, let's give Watford credit. I think they're going under the radar, but this is a very good season for Watford. It is. They're playing some really nice football at it's times. Al- it's already the highest Premier League points total Yeah. Uh, yeah. with nine games left. They're on the same... Um, they've had the same results as Wolves have had, uh, be that win, draw or loss. And yeah, they're... They're using a like, almost an age old system in that four four two. The only slight criticism you have of Watford is that against the Big Six they do seem to fall apart, Actually, torn apart by Liverpool Five in the week. Yeah. Um I don't think they've beaten any of the top six this season, have they? Was they, they? been early Tottenham you're right early on 2-1, didn't they? You're yeah. absolutely right. But I mean uh, generally they fall apart against the Big Six. Um but look, they're having a very good season. They're playing some nice football. You say they're playing an yeah. old system. Javi Garcia deserves a lot of credit, I think, because that's a volatile club, shall we say, the way Certainly. managers have done. But he seems to have the trust of the owners, the players and the fans, and, yeah, fair play, they, they do very well. I, I think next season they could probably look towards strengthening their defence, because yes. when you look at the names on paper, you think, wow, th- those players have been around ages, when you've got Cathcart, Mariapa, it's like they're, they're players from like almost a decade ago, Yeah. If you brighten up that defence, then who knows? Indeed. West Ham, Newcastle next. Uh, A fairly routine win for West Ham at London Stadium. Newcastle didn't create a great deal in this one. It's Uh, it's a fairly typical Newcastle away performance. Yeah, uh, the evening kick-off. Uh, West Ham played some nice football. Newcastle played some nice midfield football without really having the final... Uh, final finished uh, uh, product yeah without really having the final end product in the attacking third my point remains about Iosei Perez that he just is not good enough at this level he was just his decision making was very compare, compared to you've got Iosei Perez wide end and you've got Chiquito Lanzini. Lanzini was playing um, right. for West Ham this match and he I was. thought he had, uh, had a good game yeah he was man of the match uh, at to the West Ham fans anyway who yeah. announces the man of the match. But I say you just just compare Oze Perez and Jicarito and tell me who would have in your team. Yeah. There's there's no contest. There's no there. contest. I was surprised that Newcastle didn't get the ball up in the air to Rondon particularly. Yeah, although West Ham are a fairly fairly lofty team they at the are, back. And I thought Diop had a, a magnificent game yeah. for West Ham. He was everywhere and when he wasn't, any, he, when he wasn't there Masuako or or Bonnet was. Barnett, yeah. uh, West Ham have got quite a good defensive unit on the whole and look, they're capable of playing nice football. Rice and Noble work really well. I was going to say, Rice sitting in front of that defence did well and also he's got in the box and got himself a goal. Yep. Clear penalty. Yes, most definitely. And, um, I don't know how he's got up and tried to well, argue it. No. I mean, he's, Chikorita has gone down, of course he's gone down, he's had yeah, his foot pulled away, he's going down, um, well taken by Noble, the only slight sorry, even a criticism is that Noble must wish he was six, seven years younger, because that, oh, that yeah. partnership he's building with Rice is excellent, they yeah, are it is a, such a good unit together, they they get each other. Um, we We've talked about this before, but obviously Rice has now chosen to become an England international rather than an Irish international. Um, and I said to you that yeah he'll be in an England team before the end of the season and you're doubtful I am still doubtful yeah yeah I am still doubtful he's a very good young player England have a lot of very good young midfielders Harry Winks hit the crossbar in the Tottenham game you've got Harry Winks in the uh, debate at Tottenham obviously Della Alley is still young Henson is still there or thereabouts in the equation. Let's not forget he's sort of unofficial vice captain. Yeah. Eric Dyer's Dier injured there, at the moment, but he's there or thereabouts. You've got other players on the fringe like Jojo Shelby, who's not had a particularly good season, but he's on the fringes. Yep, I, I don't think the Rice necessarily gets into this team. Um, I, I think there'll be either qualifiers or friendlies in is it May or June, where I, I think he will get put in purely because of how good his performance has been this I season. Dream. Whether he will play, I don't know. He may play in a friendly. I, I think you've got player. Just thinking of more to ahead. Loftus Cheeks ahead of him. Yep. Um, Hudson Do probably ahead of him now. Ross Barkley's got to be back in the equation, playing well for Chelsea. I, to me, I don't think Declan Rice is particularly close to that England side. He's playing very well at West Ham. Don't get me wrong. In a couple of years, no doubt he will be. I think there's just a lot of players ahead of him in the pecking order at the minute. Okay. Uh, moving on now to Palace versus Burnley. Yes. A, an unusual, unusual performance by Burnley. Yeah, particularly at home, they're slightly lacklustre and a little bit off the pace. Uh, but Palace played very, very well. They're, they're Palace been, were were very good. I was worried about Palace a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that's sort of come away now. I think mishi bashwai was an excellent signing for was, them. Yeah, they they seem to be able to convert their chances now. There's a couple of games in the last three four weeks where they've scored three goals. Yeah, um, and being able to almost finish games off, yeah, is what they've really needed. Um, and it seems to have coincided with Zaha getting what five in the last six. Yeah, he's he's really set up his game. But I do think it's helped having Bashwai as a target man up front. Yeah, yeah, he he's a good clinical finisher. Zaha's got somebody to work with now rather than do it all on his own. Uh, Wan-Bissaka was excellent in this game as well. He's he he's got a deserved England call up. Yes, although so again he's up against a lot of stiff he competition. Is. He plays the left or the right on the right. So he's got Trent ahead of him. Trent, Klein, Walker, Trippier. It's it's difficult, but if you're looking for another option, yes, he is only twenty years old. Yeah, yeah. That, but I think sign. I think an England an England call up just for that experience would be good for him. Yeah, no, I I I agree with that. Um again, England at the moment have quite a lot of good options. Yeah just go I back do. Your, let's go back to your rice point. If Rice is in the contention for a call up, Noble must be. Well, I'm not sure whether Noble's actually sort of like stood back and say I'll I'll give international football a rest now due to his age. But I mean but he's in the same equation yeah. as Rice. But anyway. Um <coughs> So yeah. A good win for Palace. They seem to be slightly better on the road this season than they are at home, which is odd. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird one. It is, because Selhurst Park has been a bit of a fortress in recent seasons. a very difficult place to go. Yeah, um, you know that. Oh, God, I think every big team knows that. Every yeah. big team struggled. Chelsea had a bit of a bogey issue of Selhurst Park. But they've actually played very, very well um, whilst there, And to be fair to them. Yeah, they're eight points clear of relegation zone at the moment, and I think... What, two more wins and they'll be safe? I think they're pretty much safe. I think eight points clear at this stage is safe enough because there's teams below them that are much, much worse. Yeah. And it's always the way, is it? For them to sink now, they have to lose through on the bounce and a team below them have to win through on the bounce. Or a couple of teams. Yeah. So I think at this stage, whilst they're not quite there, can you see. I mean Burnley, are, they're a false positive down there, really, in my opinion. They're going to be safe, but can you see a Cardiff putting three wins on the bounce whilst Palace lose for the bounce? No, no. Possibly not. So I think they're okay. Uh, w- sorry, Burnley. Nah, they're there. I mean, they're still there on their bounce, Burnley. They? They're 30 points, they're uh, yeah, three they, clear. They had a run of like five games unbeaten, but they still, they're still only 16th. Well, critically, whilst they're having that unbeaten run, so Newcastle are picking up points. Yeah. Brighton have been free-fall. Card have been picking up points they've not been drawing away but they've just been getting themselves out because they were in the relegation zone a yes, couple of weeks were. ago um, it's so tight it's one out of those four from Brighton down Newcastle are for me safe they're too good and they've got too good a manager I was going to say their home form at the moment I think they've got the fourth best home form in the last five games yeah. and their home form should see them home uh, they've got better quality players Almiron looks a good, yes, good he does. player for them Rondon is scoring enough to keep them up. Yep. And again, you look at the people below, I, I keep harping on at this, where is Brighton, Burnley, Southampton, Cardiff's Rondon? Well, arguably, Burnley should, as you said, they're the false negative, because they both got Barnes and Wood that scored 10 goals this season. Yeah, I, I think Burnley are safe. I think they're just there because of the heat and debacle. Yes. Um, Brighton, where's there? Rondon? Where's um, Southampton's Rondon? Where's yeah. Cardiff's Rondon? I, I think, yeah. Newcastle are pretty much I mean they're only a point behind Palace And we're saying Palace is safe So I think Newcastle are probably safe as well Well you mentioned one of the other sides down there In Cardiff Yeah. Uh, they got beaten again by Wolves 2-0 The most one-sided 2-0 I think I've ever seen in my life Yeah It should have been 5 or 6 if Wolves were in the mood It wasn't good from Cardiff um, A typical away day performance from them as yep. well um, Jota had the freedom of Molyneux uh, Jimenez As did Jimenez Yeah him and F. Sorry, you've just got back from Barcelona, man. Him and F. Yeah, those two combined to get the crucial goals in two-minute period, and the game was gone. Um, yeah, Cardiff didn't look like threatening really. John Ruddy made a couple of saves, but you know it was it was fairly textbook for for Wolves. It, they only slightest point, perhaps they didn't score more. Um, yeah, one downside for Cardiff. Um, Saul so Bamba went off injured with what looked like could be knee ligament damage yes and that's know. possibly the nail n- in a coffin it could be um, I was reading a really interesting stat about Wolves I think I read it, I, think I heard it on the Guardian for a weekly look at the games that they've drawn mm-hmm. against teams you'd expect them to win yeah they've essentially dropped I think it's around about 15 points this season from games you'd expect them to win yeah which have put them just one point behind Chelsea same as no same as United same as United sorry So Wolves could realistically be a top six team next year if a little bit more investment and get a little bit more in that squad. They could realistically be a top six, even perhaps top four side. But how many times have we seen a low, lowly club? No offense to them, but they're they're a club that we didn't expect that much of coming up from the Championship last season. No, I think everyone expected to be safe. To then go. Oh, we're struggling in 14th next season that said Wolves have got the money they've got the manager and they've got the contacts so I wouldn't write off Wolves perhaps knocking on that top six next season as long as they can keep hold of Nuno Espirito Santo I I believe I think that they will I can't see where else he goes at the minute unless he goes abroad yeah Um, I think he'll be there for another season to see what happens and yeah you're right they might tumble down the table and I just can't see happening. They've got just such quality players there. They made the right statement in January by signing Johnny full time. Yep. They're building something there, Wolves. They're building. <laughs> they could. They're, they're enjoyable to watch as oh, well. they're just fun, aren't they? There's yeah. a good side of some really good players that aren't necessarily household names. But they're just yeah. Jota's an excellent player to watch. Ruben Neves is fun to watch. Oh. Helped he, The only issue is if they may lose some players again, because of how well they've done this season. But like, again, I think a lot of those players will be willing to give it one more season particularly particularly again because the uh, you know it's contentious but the agent links yeah. I think they'd all be happy to give it one more season as a mm. stepping stone the problem then for Wolves is when yeah. that stepping stone when the players take that step off that stepping stone and then go yep. because I think also from Wolves point of view that these players need to prove it for another season mm. a Tottenham aren't going to come and put 50 million on Neves on the back of one good season they're going to want to see it season after season yep. get two in the bank again with Jimenez you're not going to get a for example, City buying him and F mm. on the back of one good season. Although I'd love Liverpool to sign Jota because I think he could be <laughs> a, a very good option. But anyway, uh, you mentioned City. I did. They had the like ultimate domination, one-nil victory. City are doing what Liverpool are not, which is not necessarily playing particularly well, but still getting and grinding out the results. Yeah, um, I mean. A few issues for City. Had De Bruyne go off injured again this season. Hamstring, by the look of it. He's been really hit bad this season. Yep. Uh, and also John Stones go off. Yep. So that means they've got Stones out, uh, Fernandinho out, De Bruyne out, and yep. uh, I think they've got another defender out. I can't think it is. On my head. Uh, the port, of course. The port, yeah. it's uh, yes, they have got great depth to their squad. And they were able to bring on Mares for De Bruyne and he yep. got the winning goal. Scrappy. Yes, it was quite scrappy. Um but they also didn't let Bournemouth have the ball. No, I mean Bournemouth weren't in the game. No. But I think what's interesting now is that City are likely to get into the quarters of Europe. At what point does their eyes shift from the Premier League to Europe? If at all. I I still think they'll go for both. But I think we'll just highlight they've got four key players out. I they have they got four go key player players out. Um, it may be a question of dropping the FA Cup. Yep. Yeah, because it's gonna they're, they're still they're still in their three competitions. But there's going to come a point where they've got to play, for argument's sake, uh, let's say Barcelona on the Wednesday and United on the Saturday. Well, they've got... Um, Tottenham and Manchester United in following weekends if you've got a Champions League fixture in between that's what I mean what, what, yeah. what do you sacrifice because you're going to have uh, to sacrifice one of those games yes. I mean Tottenham's Tottenham but that's the point do you, do you think at any point City will perhaps have to pick one out of the Premier League or the Champions League and if so what do you think they'll pick because I think they'll pick Champions League I don't think they'll pick I think if they see that run of games coming up and they've got either a first leg or a second leg coming afterwards <laughs> yep um, then they'll balance the squads with how is best for them. But they're gonna. They're, there's only so many players they can use. Yes, um, certainly. I just think that if the Champions League starts to open up, it's what it's what Pep's love affair is. He loves the Champions yep. League. He couldn't win it at Bayern. If he wins the Premier League but not the FA Cup this season, he'd have done just as well as Pellegrini yep. and Mancini, who had lesser squads than him. Yep. City's owners and hierarchy have made it plain that they want the Champions League and yes. brought Pep in to win the Champions League. I think he probably has to deliver the Champions League this season. Unless he's going to get sacked if he doesn't, but I think he probably has to deliver the Champions League this season. He certainly has to go deeper than they've gone before. Yeah, they, they wimped out against Monaco and they should have perhaps yeah. gone through. Liverpool blitzed them in half an hour at Anfield and then embarrassed them at the Etihad by playing yeah. the pressing football. This season they've got uh, they they're lucky against Schalke in many ways, but they should still go through that tie. I think Pep has to open up the team and go for you. If I really do, and I don't know if that's going to become a, a cost to the Premier League charge. I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, if they do get past Schalke, what the draw brings up for them. Yeah, particularly I think Liverpool will be out of the Champions League come that draw. Yeah, I'll be buy and win at home. Yeah, I think you could. You want the league more than Champions League because you've shown last season that you can get to the final. But yeah, you know, say P- City come against PSG mm. in the next rounds, they're going to ha- they can't afford to take anything off for that game. They've got to go full no. strength for that game. I don't see it, them get a nice easy tie at Tottenham, but <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just something to, to think about this. This this league does seem to be very much in City's favour now. Yes, it does. But. I say, if the Champions League opens up, I think Pep has to go for the Champions League because we'll see what effect that has. That's what you're hoping for. A little bit. There's Um, a logic behind my argument. Certainly. Moving on to possibly the dullest, worst game of the weekend. Or ever. (laughs) Yeah, possibly ever. Um, Brighton against Huddersfield. The battle of the Blue and White Stripes. Yeah, just pretty bloody dull. You wouldn't have thought that either these sides would want to stay up really, would you? No. Um I mean Brighton came out with the win, but just. Yeah. And I mean, Doné got the goal for them, but there wasn't much else created. Is there anything else to say about this game? Both teams were poor on the ball, didn't there just was a lack of quality. Imagine a beige bowl and a beige plate on a beige table and a beige room. Beige. You just imma- you just imagined the Huddersfield <laughs> Brighton game, and that is all I need to say on the subject. Wow. Okay. Well, it's time to do the usual team of the week, player of the week, etc., etc. Who wants to go first this week? Oh, I will take up the gauntlet, and I will go first this week. Go on then. Okay, so we're going to go through the combined first? Yes. Okay, so pickwood and Gold for me. He had to Ooh. make. He had to make a very big save and he made it very well yeah uh only criticism of him is that he still can't jump for a ball oh no no he can't command and come out for a ball but he's a very good shot stopper and he when called upon he made he was a difference potentially in that game yeah back four Wambasaka as we discussed excellent in his game up and down up and down all day long yep. he's gonna be a big big star Back two of Keane and Van Dyke, Both of them are the reasons that the other side didn't score It's yep. as simple as that Keane was magnificent for you guys Van Dyke is a Rolls Royce And I'm concerned we lose Van Dyke in the summer I have to say <laughs> Well Ramos is not getting older He is, yes And from you will need to replace him mm. and and Van dyke has got certainly less red cards in his career But if you're now a top European club And you need a defender, you need a centre-back Who is top of your list at the moment? Mm. Yeah. It's, it's Virgil Van Dyke. it's as simple as that <laughs> Yep uh, other defender Duffy he kept a clean sheet as usual as Brighton's main outlet they so Brighton got the win as we discussed wasn't great but Duffy is sort of their main man I and mean, he's playing well Brighton tend to get results midfield of Jota ran the show Rice very 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 good by him again War Prowse just for the free kick alone and Snodgrass so I thought oh, he got the, got the assist for the first goal yeah. he was constantly a threat getting the balls in the box there's not a there's not many better crosses of the ball in Robert Snodgrass, no. um, and with Nasri out, he's enjoying his run in the team at the moment, and yeah. I think he's. I can't decide who's underrated or overrated. I'm, I keep changing my mind depending yeah. on what I'm watching him. But I tell you, he can't after deliver a ball. So, and then uh, strikers uh, of Lukaku, two goals. You know, it's got to be. Yeah. He's got to be in there, and uh, I've also gone for Hymneth because Hymneth, Hymneth uh, again he's been a joy to watch this season a slightly surprise addition to the Premier League insofar so yeah. far as his goal scoring goes I think he only cost him like 3.8 million yeah. he's a very it's ridiculous uh, he's a very custom goal scorer um, the should you do your combined 11 yep, yep. Uh, my 11 is Leno in goal made some very good saves in the North London derby as yep. we touched on yep. uh, Valerie for that goal against De Gea I mean yeah Thunderbolt. I agree with you. Keane and Van Dyke were the best centre backs of the weekend. Yep. Uh, and Schlopp at left back. Okay, yeah, He's been good for Paris this season to be fair. Very good. Uh, got one of the assists and he always seems to be an outlet on that left hand side because you've got whoever's on that side, whether it be Townsend or Zaha cutting in, yeah. he's always the outlet. I'm still slightly slight surprise let him go mm-hmm. I have to say. But. Yeah. Uh, I have a midfield three of Andreas Pereira, mm-hmm. goal and assist in the United game. A United youngster that's come through and is exactly what Solskjaer, well, the United fans have been wanting, yes. which is for their their academy graduates to start playing games. Uh, Prowse for that free kick and Rice, very good. And then a front three of Zaha, Lukaku, and Jota, very good. Who was your player of the week? My player of the week was Lukaku. Okay. Um, Simply because four goals in what five days, yep, and it's like he's found the confidence from somewhere. Whether that's Solskjaer just having a word in his ear being an ex striker, or whether he's just hitting him in on training ground, or whether it's just because he's getting the run in the team because others are injured. But he's playing where he's getting the goals. I was going to say, if he can take it, then excellent. Very good. Yours? Uh, I've gone for Keane. Oh, because again. Oh, because I said he was going to be one of our worst players. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you're the Etten fan, and you said he was going to be beaten at least four times. Yep. He was magnificent. He, he was. He stood up very well. He is for me probably, uh, along with Pickford, for that say, the reason that Liverpool did not win the game because every time he was called on, he made the block, he made the tackle, he made the header. Yep. You know, I thought he was. Uh, you're looking at the. The difference makers in the game. He was the difference maker in yours. Hmm. Your team of the week? Palace. Oh, really? It's not easy to go to Burnley and get a result. And they didn't just get a result, they played Burnley off the park. Yeah, a limited Burnley to very few chances. Um, had to breach that Burnley defence and keeper is again not easy. Uh, they just played some really nice football. They, I'm actually quite enjoying watching Palace at the minute, which I never thought I'd say of Roy Hodgson's side. Yeah, they've got nice attacking outlets. Yeah. And Fairly fluid. They play to their strengths. They've got two quick players. Why they've got a big man up front who they yeah. like to hit. Uh, so I keep saying it. Bashwai was an excellent, excellent piece of business. Yep. Uh, my team of the week, although they lost this week, is Southampton. Okay. Because they caused issues for United in the first half. Yeah. Um, with the two goals, fantastic goals that they scored as well. Yep. Um, and it took for United to get to their real best to actually come up, come beat them for a side like Southampton to go to Old Trafford and go out and try and win the game in the relegation battle that they're in yep. is really brave. Yeah, no, I, c- I can get behind that. Um, and uh, results probably haven't gone all their way in recent games. What, they've lost three of their last five. Yep. But uh, something about me says that Hazen will have enough with Southampton to keep them up. I think he probably will but only the basis that Cardiff seems to have lost their way now. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's the Emiliano Salah thing that's derailed this season. I don't know, but they they're different side now. Uh, your villain of the week. My villain of the week were the referees in the North London oh, derby. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. There were far. Candid. There were far too many wrong or contentious decisions not given. Yeah. Um, I thought they missed the Xhaka's tackle <laughs> on Harry Kane. Yep. Where he hasn't even tried to play the ball. Yep. and kane ended up with studs in the back of his knee funny enough um the numerous offside decisions that weren't or were given yeah um and then the penalty decisions whether that be players encroaching penalties given penalties not given i know they say that referees get 95% of decisions correct but it seemed like most of the five percent Wrong came in that game yep. this weekend. Yeah. No, I'd agree. I uh, they didn't have a particularly good game at all. Uh Martin Villain I've gone for two. Yeah. Salah yep. has one two guilt edge chances. And that's now the second away game in the succession that he has not stepped up. Last season he would have scored him. Last season he scored him. His touch was awful all over the place. He couldn't take Dinier on. Yep. Every time he tried his trick, Dinier was on him. He's selfish. Passed when he shouldn't pass. Didn't pass when he should pass. Um but he's slightly surpassed by Klopp yeah okay you're going for a league yeah at this point in a way it's better to lose 1-0 because you've got to go for a league yeah you can't the draw at Old Trafford's okay because it's Old Trafford and Mm. teams go to Old Trafford and get a draw that's a good result with respect to Everton you've got to go there and get a win particularly the way that we're on top for periods of the Mm. game have the best chances in the game you've got to change it if it's not working change it and I don't I said I don't understand the like for like Milner, Vinaldum. I thought that was a stupid move because as soon as that happened, we lost the midfield battle. Yep. And everything then played their best football and had their best chances because Vinaldum controls that midfield for us as a little metronome. Milner was woeful. What's Milner going to add in this situation? Nothing. Not much. He took a for Rigi, didn't understand it. I'd much rather have seen Salah or Mane get hooked because neither of them were doing anything at all. At least Arigi was taking on his man and trying something. Yep. Uh, and I say, when. Oh, Swear. When Adam Lallana, like, that that one did you, you me. Say, one did you me. said to me uh, midway through the first half when you saw that he was on the bench that if he come on you were going to turn it off. Yeah, I came damn bloody close. <laughs> the thing is that Shaqiri's come on at several points about this season and changed he's, games for us. Not just the two goals he scored against United; that was you know two massive goals that won that game for us. But he's come on, he's got the assist, he's got you know, he's changed things up. Lallana has done nothing for Liverpool all season he's done nothing for Liverpool last season I don't understand I Harry was injured most of the last season Well, <laughs> oh, he looked injured yesterday because he had touched the bloody ball I just don't understand that A you'd leave it for 5-10 minutes to go mm. 70 minutes risk it get all three on you've got to change the game you're going up you know City have won yeah. you know you've got to get the Oh, oh I'm so cross really I can't tell I, I'm just seething that he felt the line was a better choice and Ch- <laughs> to, to blame the wind was come on Get I, I I laughed when I heard that. It was just hysterical. But I also did laugh. when Van Dyke had a little little nip at the Everton fans and said that they're celebrating getting a nil-nil draw. That's yeah, but all. you still didn't win. So yeah, yeah, I know. But it's Van Dyke. He's so cool. If you, if you miss out on the title by a point, then we're the reason. Or Leicester, or West Ham, or United, yeah. or any other game we've drawn this season, which you should have won. But, yeah, look, Klopp is a world-class manager, but his substitutions have always been a weakness of his, and he really cannot get them right, it would seem. So that's half-time. Uh, fantasy football, stat man Sam, and name that player. Shall we start on the fantasy football? Hi. Um, I had a decent week this week. Good for you. Uh, although I I missed missed opportunities, I would say, with my bench. For you, my highest scoring player was Higuain, that captain this week. Obviously got got his goal at Fulham. Yeah. Jota was second best player. Um, played really well for Wolves, so as we've already said, and then some fairly mediocre performances around the rest of the pitch and yeah. then one woeful one that we both suffered from which was probably missing the penalty. You could, Rice, you could have captained him so minus two for me <laughs> Jota was my highest scorer I got 38 overall Bashwaii the only one of my strikers to score I got 52 overall however my bench contains Foster for two Redmond for two Digne for seven and Declan Rice for 15 Yeah. If only. I think Rose is classed as a defender on the game. Yeah. But Which is why I can get away with it. Yeah, that does change things. Because I might bring him in now. Because I, I thought... Yeah. Exactly. But that does change things. Um, And now that leaves me... Ooh. 22 points behind you. I've closed the gap the, rapidly. The gap has been closed. I've had two poor weeks back to back. I have made changes. Yep. Uh, Marne has replaced... Salah for me far too much money tied up in Salah to do absolutely naff all week in yes. week out uh, Son's back in the team I'm on the bench this week because I didn't think he'd be particularly good I'm almost half tempted to take him away as well because he plays worse for me when Kane's in the team yeah he does so i bought in uh, I've bought in Sarny for this week because okay. of the runner games that Man City have got coming up yeah, brave in a way um, and as long well it's sort of like whoever Pep picks seems to be the wrong player. Yeah, yeah, you, you're damned with Pep, I'm Yeah, afraid. I know. Yeah, um, yeah Declan Wright does change things. I'm probably a little fiddle now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, moving on to um, my stat of the week this week. Yes. STAT OF THE WEEK FOR Stamp SAM My stat of the week this week is that Bournemouth are the first side in Premier League history to have not had a shot on goal in a home league match. The which it, job by City. Yeah, it showed how City just shut them out and just controlled the game. If in doubt, keep them out. <coughs> good. Right, on to our newest feature now, Indeed. which is guess the player. Now I'm going to give you a little clue first of all this week. Just a little one. It's player slash manager. Scott Parker. Okay. Um, So this, it was Scott Parker, this man, (laughs) this man, this brute of a man, this man, made 275 career appearances Mm -hmm. from 1965 to 1982. God, okay. Any guesses? They are player appearances in the 60s. Player appearances. Uh, So he's got to be a relative to the old manager then, he's playing in the 60s. Premier League manager, going to be right, I'm going to go Neil Warnock. No. Been almost exclusively an English Football League manager, as in the four top leads in England, okay. since 1983, but has also managed one international side in Jordan. Uh, Cluffy? Nope. He gained promotion to the Premiership, famously managing Portsmouth. I read that. Yes. Is, it? Is it really? Yep. He also got Spurs into the Champions League in 2010 and became king of the jungle last year. I'll be honest, I didn't realise that he had a playing career. Yeah. Well, I didn't realise that till the other day and I thought, ooh, how many games did he actually play? I've made changes. Oh dear. wan uh, for Rice. Right. West Ham got a lovely run of fixtures. Jota out for Pedderol. Wolves have got a missing game week coming up because of the FA Cup. That's the halftime entertainment over. On to the preview part of the show. So the first game on Saturday sees an early kickoff, which could be a real six pointer down the bottom of the table. we say that next week, don't we? We do. Crystal Palace hosting. Crystal Palace are hosting Brighton uh, at Selhurst Park. Palace not so good at home. Brighton not so good away early kickoff early kickoff never back oh the early kickoff oh god this um, will be an atrocity dull game and I'm going to go for a 0-0 draw <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I think Palace might just have a nut I know you say don't back the early kickoff but Brighton have been dire recently yep. and as you said they're in free fall yep. um, Chris Hutton really needs to sort them out otherwise if Cardiff bang in a couple of wins Brighton are in big trouble they are. You're going to go for a two-nil Palace win. Okay. You spoke of Cardiff. They're at home, and they are facing West Ham. Ooh. West Ham away are not quite as good at West Ham at home, and Cardiff's home record is quite good. Likely to be about Bamba, and West mm. Ham are just starting to get into a little bit of a groove now, aren't they? Getting their players back, Lanzini and Noutovich both played uh, at the weekend against Newcastle. I think West Ham too much. Especially with Bamba being injured and they, they're going to lose their leadership there. Yeah. I'm going to go 3-1 West Ham. Ooh. Yeah, I just, I, just, I just see it. I think I think West Ham will n- narrowly get this. Okay. Uh, going for 2-1. Fair enough. Uh, another relegation. Well, almost certain because they they've gone. Huddersfield are hosting Bournemouth. I quite fancy Huddersfield to get a result here. Bournemouth on the road are absolutely Dyer. atrocious. Yeah, they are. And Huddersfield are slightly better at home, <laughs> <laughs> slightly being the, operative word. word. I I think Huddersfield will win one nil. Uh, I I Bournemouth are awful away from home, and also Bournemouth are fully, a uh, sort of fully yeah Bournemouth are fully paid up members now to the nothing to play for league. Yes. Um, they are on the beach, uh, so I'm going to go one nil Huddersfield. I'm going to go for one all I think Huddersfield. Yeah, being at home, I think Seawall. Work a little bit of uh, little bit of magic, but I think Bournemouth will grab a goal somehow. Fair enough. The fairy tale has ended because Fulham are going away to Leicester. Ranieri <laughs> could have come home for a homecoming, but hasn't. Because no. he's been sacked. Um, Leicester, Fulham. Leicester, I think. I mean, everybody beats Fulham. <laughs> yeah. Everybody beats Fulham. Leicester <laughs> will beat Fulham. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1. I think again, Fulham will be in the game. Yeah, they they showed signs of optimism in the Chelsea game, um, and if if Mitrovic wants to play, then Fulham yes, could quite easily win it. But but he's got to play Maguire, who's also big and strong. Yes, so I'm going to go two one Leicester on this one. I think. Ooh, let's go for two one Fulham. Ooh, okay. That that's that's kick Rodgers to the curb. Very good. Uh, Rafa has a chance to get revenge for us uh, for the 0-0 affair. He's hosting. Or is Newcastle side rather hosting Everton? Newcastle at home. We said they're at home before, may keep them up. Everton are shocking away from home. And our game at home to Newcastle was poor. Yes, it was. We were really bad in that game. Uh, I think Newcastle beat you on this, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. I, I okay. Think, I think they win 2 0. Oh, you don't think we'll score? No, not away from home. He didn't create much against us. Um, and Newcastle, I think. Yeah, I think they've got. I think Rondon's going to bully Keane. I think we win three one. Wow, that's optimistic. Yeah, I I feel like the the optimism shown in the derby will continue, mm-hmm. and we won't need to be as defensive, having two defensive midfielders in there. Fair enough. Um, I think Gilfield pop up with like set piece. Fair enough. A uh, potential upset of the weekend, which I see coming. Southampton at home to Tottenham. Ooh, now. Spurs are Spursy. Spurs are Spursy, but Tottenham have been very good on the road this season. But Southampton have been quite good at home this season. Mm. Since Hassan Houbal's come in, since H- well, I mean, before they got two draws Drove United at home earlier yeah. in the season. I see Tottenham do it at Burnley, just not scoring, losing yeah. their head slightly, and go one 0 down. I, I think Southampton repeat Burnley's feats from a week ago and win two one. Is this a 3 o'clock kickoff? It is a 3 o'clock kickoff, yeah. 3 o'clock kickoff. Uh, I think having Kane back gives them enough. I think Kane in there, Eriksen in there, it should be enough for them. Uh, I know Southampton had a good performance the weekend, but normally a good Southampton performance is followed by a weak one. Yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Um, I see Tottenham winning 2-0. The late kickoff sees Manchester City host Watford. Watford don't turn up against the big six. This is Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> I try to do any talking about cojones. Uh, <laughs> City will win this 5-1. Oh. I see him put them up. Liverpool are on part 5-0 the field. I don't see anything different for City. I don't think... City haven't been scoring enough recently for me. Nor Liverpool before they play Watford. I think City will win. I think they'll only win 2-0. Okay, I'll go 5-1. I think there'll be a really weird patch where it's 1-0. Mm. And City get uh, the competence going. This could be the league title over, <laughs> and then Sterling they turn it on, up. puts a hat trick or something ridiculous. Sterling likes Watford as well. Yeah, they're going to win. Sunday, the early kickoff on BT is Liverpool at home to Burnley. A absolute must win for Liverpool, yes. But Burnley, Burnley away are, are a little bit different to Burnley at home. Yep, Anfield, Anfield will be nervous, Anfield will be nervous. Well, you've had four draws in the last six games. I'm gonna Burnley are, are a re- resolute team. Yeah. No, they won't come and play. No, they're going to make it really difficult for you. And we'll put a bizarre line-up out, which probably sees, oh, I don't know, Sturridge at centre-back. Um, I think Liverpool have enough. I think 1-0 Liverpool. I think they have enough. Oh, I think 3-1 oh, Liverpool. Um, I think... Either Marnay or Firmino will step up in this game. I sure hope so, buddy. Sure <laughs> hope so. Uh, the five past two. This could be a really good game. Is it yeah. us? No, no. you have already had to, you guys. I've oh, yeah. been greedy. Sorry. Chelsea at home to Wolves. Oh, that could be really good. Wolves away are quite good. Wolves against the Big Six are quite good. I can see goals. Can you? Yeah. You can predict the future. I'm going to go absolutely crazy. Balls out of the bath on this one. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go three all. Three 0 Three all. Three all. I, both sides have been a little bit shaky at the back at times, and both teams will hit each other in this game. Both teams I, will I actually see it being the other way. I see oh. it being cagey. Well, that's the weekend ruined. Thank because you. Uh, the Chelsea team at the moment just don't seem that full of confidence, but they'll get enough goals. Of course, Wolves beat them two at the Bridge. At yes, they season. did. I'm thinking this game could easily go either way and one goal is going to win it. Uh, I'm going to go Chelsea, 1-0. Fair enough. Um, The last game has lost a little bit of edge because it's no longer Wenger-Ferguson, which was a battle of wit and so much more. Henry Solskjaer doesn't quite have the same (laughs) ring to it, it has to be said. But Arsenal are at home at the Emirates and they are playing Manchester United at 4.30. Solskjaer yet to lose a Premier League game. Yeah, recorded eight wins on the bounce of Man- uh, eight away wins on the bounce for the first time in the club's history. Yep, I think they're going to have too much for Arsenal. Arsenal mm. look poor recently. Yeah, I know I agree. I think United win two now. Arsenal never turn up against United. And I, I think Arsenal will score, but it will be a lucky goal and sort of like a scramble in the box. I don't even see that. I really don't. Um, But I think United will have too much for them and they'll win 3-1. Pogba must be giggling at the thought of what he's going to be up against. But we shall see, we shall see. Well, thank you for listening to A Game of Two Halves. Uh, We've rattled through this week This is the first week back, getting back into the swing of things. Uh, We shall see you again next week. Uh, Until then, Sam, bye-bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to A Game of Two Halves. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also find us on our social media on instagram at a game of two halves pod and on twitter at a underscore game of you can also email us at game of two halves pod at gmail.com